Hey everyone, welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. This week we start off the year with the word rattled. Alright, so we're starting this uh, new year off with a interesting word. We're probably going to have to spend some time explaining. Mm-hmm. Okay, But when we talk about being rattled, here's kind of what we mean. Uh, and just to give you an example, because this has happened to all of us, especially over the last year, but uh, maybe you're in a conversation with someone and they drop a detail, a thought, uh, an opinion of what's going on, and all of a sudden you feel your brain go into a little bit of panic mode. Mm. Because all of a sudden you gained information, it reminded you of something, it brought something to attention. Or maybe it's that you get a phone call and find something out about the health of a family member. Or you're at work and the job's going to change. And all of a sudden what happens is is your brain kicks into this little bit of panic mode. Um, and this one closely relates, I don't know if you listened to our podcast from uh, last year towards the end of the year. We did one on fear. Mm. And this one kind of relates to it. And that was one that kind of talks about like anxiety and things of that nature. I'd recommend you go back and check that one out. But what we really want to talk about is how do you handle that situation, that moment in life where all of a sudden you get rattled. And your perspective just dramatically is distracted from wherever at, whatever you're doing. And your brain begins to obsess about this this thing that has just occurred, this awareness that you've just been given. And so as we begin to talk about that, like we just want to kind of flesh out a little bit, like why do people get rattled? Why do our bodies naturally respond with this point of panic to where all of a sudden it's like we become a space case because our mm-hmm. brain is so focused on whatever just happened? Yeah, I think, you know, as people, <clears throat> we're creatures of habit. We like to go... In one direction, hey, I know what needs to happen. At least for me. I won't say everybody. Maybe not everybody's like that. I know for me, hey, A first, then B, then C, and we're moving in a direction. Well, when that changes, uh, I think that causes us to go, what just happened? And it, and, and you're in a scramble, right? Like you're in the midst of, hey, I know, I know C is coming next, but, you know, t- take a hard left. Now what do I do? And in that scramble... That's that rattle. That's that that frustration of um, how do I get to my next point? Like, is th- are things broken now? You know what I mean by yeah. that? Like, yeah. uh, can I get back to the end game? Can I get to that goal? Can I know what's going to happen next? Yeah, and I think part of as we were talking about this, kind of kind of talking through it beforehand, we used the phrase uh, drama that then becomes trauma. Mm-hmm. Was that how we said it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think a lot of times we can get so deep in our own minds. That and, and this is a broad range of things. So let me first say this. It can be things that relatively what we would term as like first world American problems. Mm-hmm. Like it can be an inconvenience, but it pushes you to a point of rattled because you've always lived your life that way. Because what we're really talking about is change and probably an abrasive change that we don't want to happen. Um, and so when we get there and our brains all of a sudden kind of get pegged, okay, we find out that information and we go into that little bit of panic we're just trying to maintain our daily rhythm, mm-hmm. and that comes on different levels. And so a lot of times what happens with me is what I begin to get rattled about is really just drama. Mm-hmm. Like it's not even the trauma level. It's really just like the convenience of life drama, the rhythm of life, the pattern that I want to maintain. And what it causes us to do is that drama becomes trauma or maybe just starts at trauma, like yeah. it's a major event or something that happened. We then go into what is the instinctive mode they call within the world of science, fight or flight. That's right. 
we get to a place where we find that this change, this abrasion, this shift is coming. And naturally, we handle that two different ways. We either fight or we flight. And the way we explain that out and how it works when you get rattled is it's like this. If you're a flight person or you're in a season where you get that information and you kind of always come in and it's like, no, I want to get away from this. And what, what we, we'll get to this here in a minute. What's unhealthy about that is when you just want to try to get away from it, mm-hmm. you eventually still have to deal with it. That's right. But that's what I'll do a lot of times. There's sometimes where I'll encounter that abrasive information and I'll immediately distance I'll try to distract myself. I'll try to change my mind. I'll try to just watch something or, you know, that that's when you're going to binge out on Netflix that's or something right. so that you yep. can just like... Pretend like, it's not even there. Yes, just tune your brain out. Or I might even avoid the people that put me into that mode mm. or that remind me mm-hmm. of it, which is not a healthy dynamic either. That's right. And then if we look at that on the fight side, it gets a little bit more more uh, I don't know the right word it gets just a little bit more hairy when you talk about the fight side because there's an aspect where you can be given that change information and you fight against the information you've been given like like you just fight you just go no and you don't accept it which leads to that fight side and really both of these have an aspect of denial to them yep. whether it is fight or flight there's that part of denial to where you're just not accepting of what could be an inevitability or you don't want to process through the fact to realize that it's not real anyway. Yeah. Because because being rattled is just a really unique thing. And so when you look at fight, really what you're looking at is sometimes what happens that causes you to do is to choose a side and then step into the front lines of the of the change. Yeah. You want to prevent the change or you want to make sure that the change happens because yeah. what you learned is is you learned the information you got was that no it's not happening. Yeah. And you just step in and all of a sudden you find yourself Kind of like we talked about when we talked about fear. You find yourself diving deep into the reason that you're on that side. And both of those, whether it's a fight or a flight, start to become very unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Because either way, you're either immersing yourself to the point it becomes all you can focus on into the anxiety. Or you're in denial of the anxiety and you're just not dealing with it. So that brings us to the question... So how do you handle this? Like, what happens to you as a person when you really get rattled? But before we do that, here's here's a question me and Justin are going to answer. Justin, when was the last time you got rattled? Oh, gosh. I just came off a of vacation. So, uh, <laughs> uh, no, uh, I'm pretty relaxed. Um, you know, I think for me, I have a family member who's in, in poor health. You mentioned that example earlier. Um, and so, you know, coming into to work and trying to be focused on what I've got to do. And then you get text messages that, hey, this family member is not doing well at all. And um, trying to stay focused and, and, and also wanting to be empathetic and love and support and, and being concerned about my family member, but also trying to stay focused on, you know, the tasks for today and, and balance family and, and all those things. And so, um, I would say even as, as, as recent as just probably a few hours ago, um, we could probably even say that, that, you know, I experienced some rattling myself. Yeah. I think, uh, for me, when I'm thinking about this, my last few, probably, I feel like it's almost weekly at this point, you yeah. know, like 2020 and everything, but this one is completely unrelated to anything that's happened in 2020. A few weeks ago, there was a event where there was some maintenance issues with a building at one of the places we do ministry. 
and it was going to cause us to have to do some major workaround, and it just shook me up. Yeah. Like in in the sense that like I was I'm, I'm a systematic thinker, so I was starting to do the one plus one equals two a st- b right, st- right. Yeah. and all of a sudden I'm sitting there going like, oh no, this is going to wreck us. Yeah. And so I had a couple days. I, actually, I take that back. I had a couple weeks that whenever that topic came up, and I actually had to text somebody and apologize mm. that I was total flight mode. And then I went into, and I, I kept going back and forth. Then I went into fighting mode, trying to convince people that it, eh, it's not a big deal. Right. right. Right? Because I wanted to get away from it, but it was an issue. It was a situation with the building we had to answer. And I finally just had to deal with it. Yeah. And so that was the last one that, like, and really, like, like mine's, mine's weak because mine is totally like a first world problems when, you know, Justin, Justin's got some, some heavy things going on in life and, and, you know, we continue to pray for, for him and his family. But both of those instances, mine being obviously a little more forceful, Justin's being just really personal and something he's got to process through, it really weighs on you. Yeah. And so you find yourself, and this was this was me probably a couple nights, like literally you're laying in bed trying to go to sleep, and it's just all over your mind. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and I think, you know, you brought up a good point. I think we're all different, and we all experience these things in different intervals. But you said for you, I think you mentioned, Matt, that it was almost weekly that you'll you'll find these rattling experiences. And I think that can be super true. And I think even as frequently as daily. I mean, if you if you really think about it and you think about just your day over the last few days, you could probably point out, again, they don't have to be earth shattering things, but they're moments when you you've lost your patience. You've 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 displayed a, a negative attitude. Uh, something that's not God honoring, and go back and go, man, I was rattled, and so just some encouragement to know, and to also something to look out for, some caution here. This is we're not talking about a once every six months or once mm-hmm. a year shaking up. We have to be prepared and ready for the daily rattlings, if that makes sense. Like yeah. th- these come on different scales and different frequencies, but this isn't just something that you know. Hey, twenty twenty was a thing, and it rattled me. Um, 2021 is going to have its its own rattling, and I think every day we have to just be you know ready to to for what's going to come our way. Absolutely, and you ask uh, uh, a heavy question as we were kind of writing this up. You asked the question: Is is being rattled always bad? Hmm. And I mean the, the 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 basic of that is no, because I think really if you take that element out of the human experience. Like you take you take away the aspect for us to be going about our daily lives and it not be abrasively interrupted by. Yeah. And across the scale, it can be small thing, it can be on the drama end, it can be on the trauma end, whatever it is. Then really what you're doing is you're cutting out the growth aspect. Yeah. Because it allows you to just like kind of mindlessly go into something, and if there's nothing there to shake you awake, I think was the term we yeah. said earlier. You yeah. know, like uh, I, I use my son as an example because when he's asleep, sound doesn't wake him up, right. only changing his equilibrium. So you have to <laughs> shake him awake. Yeah. It's the same thing. Is I think there's a lot of times like we have to get woken up. Yeah. And the only thing that does that is those moments when you get rattled. And there's been times God has used that same human experience formula for me to rattle me to make me question so that I return back to him so yeah. that I pay attention to him so I'll look deeper into what's yeah. going on it's a decision point it's a crossroads right uh, when we're rattled we are instantly whether it's one of the like you said one of the, these big traumatic things or just an everyday first world problem type of thing we were talking about 
that is a crossroads for us to make a decision to go, how am I going to handle this? Yep. Am I going to handle it in my flesh? Am I not? Am I going to, to, to fly away from it and just pretend it doesn't exist? Am I going to fight it and pick a side? You know, it's, it's a decision that we will be forced to make. And so I don't think that they're, they're necessarily bad, like you said. I think we have to be prepared for them. If Again, like we talked about in our podcast last year, if we're not intentional, it boils yeah. down to intentionality and preparedness, uh, spiritually being prepared. If we're not ready for it, then there can be some negative consequences to that. And, and one of those things, as you mentioned a couple times, the traumatic leading to the dramatic, um, I just wanted to say, originally when we were talking about this, it, I was thinking of a traumatic, a dramatic experience that I may have may lead to traumatic feelings in me. However, you mentioned something earlier, like we could have, hey, I didn't have my cup of coffee. Starbucks was closed today, right? Oh, that's, no. Yeah, that's just a dramatic thing. But if that puts us in a bad attitude and I come in, I come into my house and I'm frustrated that I didn't get what I wanted and I go off on my kid, that could be a traumatic experience for someone else. So it's not just mm. a necessarily dramatic to traumatic for you, something that may be small and insignificant, like you having a, kind of a bad day can have some deeper, longer lasting feelings and, and effects on others around you, if that makes sense. I don't know if that... No, that totally makes sense because I think that that, that line there... And that's something else, like you pointed out then and you pointed out before. Understand that people have different places and different sensitivities that cause them to be rattled. So I can be in a conversation and be bringing up, talking about this thing that I think is no big deal. And this has happened numerous times in life because a lot of the ways I think I've I've had to watch it is um, I probably think everything is funny way too soon. And so I'll be sitting there as I'm processing it, trying to process it with humor and trying to just call it out and name it and let's do this. And I'll be in a conversation with somebody who that's not helpful. And what I've done in them is provoke drama to trauma. Right. And I'll literally watch them. Um, I had, I actually had somebody walk out of a Bible study um, one time because I was sitting there. I wanted to to dig into this passage and I used the phrase, all right, so today I'm going to pick a fight. Like, cause what I wanted this to do was dig in. And so I started like really harshly questioning and that wasn't beneficial for this person. Mm. And so all of a sudden it caused me to have to go like, wait a minute, yeah. did, did my agenda just wreck somebody for the rest of the day? Yeah. You know, did I put them in that place? And so I think that's a lot of things like we, we kind of know what we're talking about now when we talk about being rattled. But I think what we want to end with is so how do you handle it? Like mm-hmm. what is a mechanism, a formula for us to have in our mind when we get rattled, to make sure that we're not just going fight or flight. And so we're adding another option to fight or flight. Um, and so I call this a Justinism, but I came up with it, okay, because Justin gets these great, yes, he's, he said very good grasshopper, very good. All right, so your options are not just fight or flight, there's also light. That's right. So when you're rattled, first thing you need to do is, number one, recognize that you've been rattled. Okay, because a lot of times that adrenaline kicks in, that, that whatever chemically happens in your brain, um, just that fog comes in, and all of a sudden you feel yourself in a slight bit of panic, concern, anger, frustration, whatever it is for you. The number one thing to do is to recognize what's happening. Okay, I've just been shaken. Like, like I have just been rattled right now. And then once you recognize it, I think your next immediate step, at the point you know, okay, I have been rattled, my brain is going 100 miles an hour on this one topic, I can't focus on anything else, is to intentionally seek godly perspective. 
or intentionally keep godly perspective, to focus on God. And here's practically what that looks like. So there's the obvious ones. You can pray. You can immediately begin to read Scripture, find a Bible verse that, that, that you've been wrestling with or that God has put on your heart. Other ones are this. Um, I know a lot of people that for them it's worship music. Like they've got a playlist on their phone that is literally like their refocus playlist right. um, that they have on their phone. For me, one of the things I do is when I feel and recognize that I'm rattled, I know I need to take about 15 minutes. If it's really bad, sometimes it's 30. If it's really, really bad, sometimes it's like daily. Mm-hmm. And I need to just seriously go by myself where it's quiet and just let my mind calm. Like I have to take that time to calm my brain so that I can grab onto reality once again, so that I can analyze what can I affect, what can I affect, and then the big one, God's in control. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we mentioned the, the first two responses that we talked about, flight or fight, those are denial-based. Light is truth-based. And, and while there's... Uh, change and there's different things going around and there's circumstances are swirling and we can run away or we can fight against it. Um, I think, I think the light base is the healthy, better option there. It's the truth based option. And I think that's an easier perspective to have versus an earthly or human perspective. Um, when we know that there's a couple of things in the midst of the change that aren't changing. And those are like you mentioned, God is in control and God is with us. And I think if I'm in the midst of those rattle moments, I can have my perspective, an earthly perspective. I can be swirling around in the chaos of what's going on. Or I can do like you said, hey, I can take a breath and realize something that's not going to be changed by my circumstance is that God is with me and God is in control. Yes. And so if I know that, then that helps me to have a different perspective and not get rattled. Right. And when he says know that, like I just want to reiterate, this is where fact and faith like a fact that doesn't affect you versus your faith and your relationship with God are on a different level. Because it's one thing to go, okay, I know the fact that God is in control. But in these moments, you have to go experience, believe, and trust that. And that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about when you step away and get that perspective. And then just hitting on what Justin said, your third step, after you've recognized that you're rattled, after you've taken steps to maintain a godly perspective, is you want to engage but not be overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Because like we talked about, that fight or flight, like Justin said just a minute ago, those are, de- those are denial. Those are, those are not handle. Those are push against or get away from type things. What we want to do is like what Scripture directs us to do is to go into the world, mm-hmm. but we do it with a godly purpose and make disciples. And so what we've got to do, and this is where there's still some discomfort. So let's say, let me just, let me just throw this out there. I think once you're rattled, and you go through this, you recognize it, you re- reconnect with God, and you hit to that engaged but not overwhelmed spot, there's still discomfort, but the discomfort's manageable. Mm-hmm. Discomfort is not distracting from the goal and from the purpose. Because whether we like it or not, we are going to continue to be rattled. Mm-hmm. We're going to continue to experience things where all of a sudden we just are completely taken out of our shoes. It goes from drama to trauma where it throws us off. And we need to be responsible as believers to take responsibility, know what's going on within ourselves, and continue to pursue God and pursue others for Him. So we hope this was helpful. We just want to remind you that we all get rattled over different things at different times. And you want to make sure that you recognize you're rattled, you intentionally keep a godly perspective, and then you engage, but don't be overwhelmed. We'll see you next time on the Double Click Podcast. (laughs) 